Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam At-Tirmidhi The Book on Clothing Chapter on What Has Been Related About Silk and Gold for Men Abu Musa al-Ash'ari narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Wearing silk and gold has been made unlawful for the males of my ummah and lawful for its females. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The hadith stipulates the rule that wearing silk clothes and gold ornaments are lawful for women but unlawful for men. As for the use of gold and silver utensils, it is not allowed for anyone in Islam. Suwayd bin Ghafala narrated that Umar gave a khutbah at al-Jabiyah and he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited silk except for two fingers worth of space or three, or four. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments The hadith tells us that if a piece of cloth contains two, three, or four fingers width of silk thread, it is allowed to use it. More than four fingers width is prohibited for men. An overwhelming majority of scholars hold this to be the right view. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 3, Page 40 Chapter on What has been related about permitting the wearing of silk during war. Anas bin Malik narrated that Abdurrahman bin Auf and Az-Zubair bin al-Awwam complained of lice to the Prophet, peace be upon him, during a battle that they participated in. So he permitted them to wear silk shirts. He, Anas said, I saw them wearing them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Lice entering the clothes can result in severe itching for the wearers. So in order to remedy this problem or some disease, wearing silk has been permitted in such cases. Chapter on Touching Silk Without Wearing It Waqid bin Amr bin Sa'ad bin Mu'adh said, Anas bin Malik arrived. So I went to him and he said, Who are you? I said, I am Waqid bin Amr bin Sa'ad bin Mu'adh. He said, so he began to cry, and he said, You resemble Sa'ad. Sa'ad was one of the greatest people, and of the tallest. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was sent a cloak of dibaj with gold woven into it. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, wore it and ascended the minbar. Then he stood, or sat, and the people began touching it. And they said, We never saw a garment like this before today. So he said, Are you amazed at this? The handkerchiefs of Sa'ad in paradise are better than what you see. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote A cloak of dibaj is a type of silk cloth or silk brocade. Comments The prohibition on wearing silk garments had not yet been revealed. That is why the Prophet, peace be upon him, ascended the minbar with it on and, sensing the amazement of the people, informed them that the meanest wear in paradise would be far superior to the best of this world.
Chapter on what has been related about permitting the red garment for men. Al-Bara said, I have not seen anyone with hair past his shoulders in a red hulla, more handsome than the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He had hair that would flow on his shoulders, and he had broad shoulders, and he was not too short and not too long. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Scholars have divergent views regarding wearing red, namely, it is 1. Lawful, 2. Unlawful, 3. Dark red is unlawful, light red is lawful, 4. Wearing for ornamentation or ostentation is prohibited, wearing inside one's house and for sun-dry jobs is permitted, 5. Dyeing red after manufacturing is not lawful, woven with red thread is lawful, 6. Dyed red with safflower is prohibited. Dyed red with some other substance is permitted. 7. Striped red with white or black threads is permitted. Pure red is prohibited. Tuhfat al-Hawaldi, volume 3, page 43. The correct position in this regard seems to be that shining red garments, as generally put on by the brides in the Indian subcontinent, is not appropriate for men. Similarly, cloth dyed red with safflower is also not allowed for men. There is, however, no harm in wearing a garment which is light red instead of shining red, or has red straps woven into black or white threads. However, if the color red becomes the hallmark of a non-Muslim community or people, then it will be unlawful for the faithful on grounds of similarity with those people. See Tuhfat al-Hawaldi. Volume 3, page 42, for details. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked for men to wear garments dyed with asfar. Ali narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited wearing al-qassi and what was dyed with asfar. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote, asfar is red dye derived from safflowers. Comments Qasi is a cloth made in Qas, a place that had predominantly silk texture. Chapter on what has been related about wearing furs. Salman narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was asked about fat, cheese, and furs. So he said, the lawful is what Allah made lawful in his book. The unlawful is what Allah made unlawful in his book, and what he was silent about, then it is among that for which he has pardoned. This hadith is graded hasan, or good. Comments Things, as to their permissibility and impermissibility, fall into four categories. 1. Clearly lawful, whose permissibility has been clearly notified. 2. Clearly unlawful that could not be declared lawful. 3. Matters which are not clear to many who are doubtful about them since they do not have the knowledge about it. And 4. The pardoned ones, about which the sharia is discreetly silent and there is no categorical yes or no about them. Their permissibility or prohibition is, however, unmistakably evident and clear.
So, the right course is to completely avoid the prohibited. As for the matters that one has doubt about them, avoiding them would mean guarding one's faith and honor against any blame or ignominy. Clearly, lawful matters can be pursued without qualms of conscience. Pardon matters are no doubt allowed. Chapter on what has been related about the skins of dead animals when they are tanned. Ibn Abbas narrated, a sheep died so the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to its owner, why don't you remove its skin, then tan it so you can have something useful from it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The correct position in the matter seems to be that the skins of noxious animals are not permitted to make use of since the Prophet, peace be upon him, has said so, as would be clear from an ensuing exclusive chapter on the subject, even though tanning would turn the skin clean. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, any skin that is tanned, then it has been made pure. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abdullah ibn Ukaim said, A letter came to us from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Do not use the skins of dead animals nor tendons. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Comments the majority of the scholars hold the hadith to mean that it is not in order to make use of the dead skin before tanning. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to drag the izhar. Abdullah bin Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, On the day of judgment, Allah will not look at one who arrogantly drags his garment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments To wear the garment so long that it comes down one's heels as a show of one's pride and arrogance is such a serious crime before Allah that on the day when each individual shall be in dire need of the mercy of his gracious Lord, the fellow parading his robes of pride and arrogance in the world shall be deprived of even a passing glance from him. Other narrations indicate the prohibition without the mention of arrogance. Chapter on what has been related about dragging women's hems. Ibn Umar narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever arrogantly drags his garment, Allah will not look at him on the day of judgment. So Umm Salama said, What should the women do with their hems? He said, Slacken them a handspan. So she said, then their feet will be uncovered. He said, then slacken them a forearm's length, and do not add to that. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote. Regarding the statement, he said slacken them a handspan means from the middle of the shin. See, tuhfat al-lahwaldi. Comments. Since women are required to conceal their feet from view, they are allowed to drag their lower garments. Umm Salama narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, slacken Fatima's garment a handspan. This hadith is greeted Hassan or good. Comments The Arabic word, Nitaq, 
means a kind of garment used by women as a girdle around the waist. The Prophet, peace be upon him, allowed it to be slackened down until a span from the feet. See, Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi. Chapter on what has been related about wearing wool. Abu Burda said, Aisha brought a patched woolen kisa cloak and a thick izhar. She said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, died in these. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Since the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had no interest in gorgeous clothes and ostentatious living, he wore simple and coarse garments so that the poor and the underprivileged of the community took the Prophet, peace be upon him, as their model and did not suffer from a fleeing of deprivation of inferiority for want of expensive garments. Ibn Mas'ud narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, On the day that his Lord spoke to him, Musa, peace be upon him, was wearing a wool kisa, a wool jubba, a wool kumma, wool pants, and his sandals were made of the skin of a dead donkey. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Footnote A jubba is a type of cloak open in the front. Comments There is no harm in wearing the wool as such. However, if as pointed out by Imam Malik, the idea is to make a show of one's abstinence and austerity before the people, it is by no means a praiseworthy act. Chapter on what has been related about the black imama. Jabir said, On the day of the conquest, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered Mecca, and he was wearing a black imama. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote An imama is a turban, but not restricted to what is commonly thought of as a turban. Comments the hadith proves that it is quite permissible to wear a black imama, conventionally translated as a turban. Chapter on Hanging the imama between the shoulders Nafi' narrated that Ibn Umar said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would wear an imama, his imama would hang between his shoulders. This hadith is graded hasan, or good. Comments the hadith tells us that the right way to wear the imama according to the sunnah is to put the end of it between the two shoulders since the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to hang it loose and between the shoulders. For details, see Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, volume 3, page 47-49. to 49. Chapter on what has been related about gold rings being disliked. Ali bin Abi Talib said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited me from rings of gold, and from wearing al-qassi, and from reciting in the bowing and prostration positions, and from wearing what was dyed with asfar. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Comments Gold, silk, and safflower are, as already discussed, prohibited for men. Rukur, bowing, and sujood, prostration, are also not meant for the recitation of the Qur'an. They are meant for the glorification and praise of Allah, as well as for seeking forgiveness from Him. Therefore, reciting the Qur'an is not right while bowing and prostrating. 
The prohibition to one in the Ummah by the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, is a prohibition to all of the Ummah, except as otherwise stated. Imran bin Hussein said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited us from wearing rings of gold. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments Imam al-Nawawi has said, There is consensus among Muslims on the point that rings of gold are permissible for women but prohibited for men. Sahih Muslim, Volume 3, page 195. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 3, page 50. Chapter on what has been related about the silver ring. Anas narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, had a ring made of silver, and its stone, Fas, was Ethiopian. This hadith is graded sahih, or authentic. Footnote, The meaning of Fas is either what has the name of its owner engraved on it, or a stone. It was called Ethiopian because it was mined in Ethiopia. See, Comments The hadith shows that the stone in the Prophet's ring, probably agate, was from Ethiopia. However, the next chapter tells us that only the engraving on the silver in the ring was made after the Ethiopian model. It is also possible that at times it was from silver while at others it was of stone or agate. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, Volume 3, Page 50 Chapter on what has been related about what is recommended for a ring's fuss. Ennis narrated, The ring of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was made of silver. Its fuss was from it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote Part of the ring was engraved or inlaid or had a stone in it. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi Chapter on what has been related about wearing the ring on the right hand. Ibn Umar narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, had a ring of gold made for him which he wore on his right hand. Then he sat on the minbar and said, I did indeed have this ring on my right hand. Then he discarded it, and the people discarded their rings. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Scholars consider it allowed to wear the ring either on the right hand or the left. It may, however, be noted that if the ring is meant to be used at all times for decorative purposes, then it is better to wear it on the right. In case it is used for a shorter period and for a specific purpose, like sealing the documents, etc., then the best thing would be to wear it on the left. Assault bin Abdullah bin Nawfil said, Ibn Abbas wore a ring on his right hand, and I do not doubt that he said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, wearing a ring on his right hand. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Ja'far bin Muhammad narrated from his father who said, Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein wore their ring on their left hand. This hadith is graded Da'if, or weak. Hamad bin Salama narrated, I saw Ibn Abi Rafi'ah, and he is Ubaidullah bin Abi Rafi'ah, the freed slave of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and Aslam was the name of Ibn Abi Rafi'ah. 
wearing a ring on his right. So I asked him about that. He said, I saw Abdullah bin Ja'far wearing a ring on his right. And he, Abdullah bin Ja'far said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, wore a ring on his right hand. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about engraving on rings. Anas bin Malik narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had a ring made from silver. So he had Muhammad, the Messenger of Allah, engraved on it. Then he said, Do not engrave with it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used the ring to seal his letters, etc. If others were also allowed to use the same inscription on their rings, it would create confusion through identity mix-up. Anas narrated, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, entered the area in which he would relieve himself, he would remove his ring. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The hadith conveys by implication the abiding message that, with anything worthy of our reverence or respect on our person, we must never enter the toilets. Anas bin Malik narrated, the inscription on the ring of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was in three lines, Muhammad on a line, Messenger on a line, and Allah on a line. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Anas bin Malik narrated, the inscription on the ring of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was in three lines, Muhammad on a line, Messenger on a line, and Allah on a line. And Muhammad bin Yahya, one of the two who narrated this to him, did not say three lines in his narration. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about images. Jabir narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited having images in the house, and he prohibited making them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The very foundation of Islam is Tawheed, belief in singling out Allah as He is with all His attributes. It is, thus, in direct opposition to the profession and practice of idolatry and polytheism in all its forms and manifestations. That is why anything in all things that could even remotely promote or lead to polytheism are prohibited in Islam. It is for this reason that the making of images of animate objects or keeping them in the house are prohibited in Islam. Sahih Muslim, Book of Dress and Ornaments and Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, Volume 2, page 53. Abu al-Nadr narrated from Ubaidullah bin Abdullah bin Utbah that he entered upon Abu Talha al-Ansari to pay him a visit while he was ill and he found Sahal bin Hunayf with him. He said, Abu Talha called for someone to remove a sheet that was under him. Sahal said to him, Why did you remove it? He replied, Because it contains images on it. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said about them what you know. Sahal said, Did he not say, except for markings on a garment? He said, Yes, but this is better to me. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic.
Footnote The statement, And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said about them what you know, that is, his, peace be upon him, statement, that the angels do not enter houses wherein there are images, or his prohibition of having images in the house. Comments The word raqam used in this hadith means embroideries, etc., woven into the cloth for beautification, which either do not contain the images of animate objects or are in the form of separate parts of the body that do not make a complete picture. Chapter on What has been related about image makers Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever fashions an image, he will be punished by Allah until he breathes into it, meaning the soul, and he cannot breathe a soul into it. And whoever listens to a people's conversation while they have gone away from him for it, then he will have lead poured into his ears on the Day of Judgment. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Image making is like competing with God. Since fashioning forms is a special attribute of Allah, hence one of his most beautiful names given in the Qur'an is Musawwir, the fashioner or bestower of forms. Thus, anyone who makes the image of a living thing by implication makes the claim that he can also fashion the forms. Chapter on What has been related about the dye Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Change the gray and do not resemble the Jews. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The exhortation of the Prophet, peace be upon him, regarding dai, as pointed out by the noted scholar, Sheikh Safirul Rahman, may Allah have mercy upon him, is, in fact, recommended, not mandatory. Minat al-Mun'im, volume 3, page 407. Abu Dhar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, the best of what the gray may be changed with is hinna and khatam. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Khatam is a kind of herb that gives reddish-black color. Mixed with henna and applied to hair, it gives out color that is somewhere between red and black. The idea behind using the mixture of the two dyes is to avoid parading pure black and give a clear indication that the hair has in fact turned gray and the color now showing on it is not real. Chapter on What has been related about hair reaching the shoulders and cutting the hair? Anas narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was of average height, neither tall nor very short. He had a good build, brown in complexion, his hair was neither curly nor straight, and when he walked he swayed slightly. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Aisha said, I and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would perform a ghusl using water from the same vessel. He had hair reaching above his shoulders and below his earlobes. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Comments Long hair is of three types. 1. 
Jumma, that reaches the shoulders. Two, Wafrah, that reaches the earlobes. And three, Limma, of medial length between Jumma and Wafrah, that dangles between the earlobes and the shoulders. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition of combing except every other day. Abdullah bin Mughaffal said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited combing except every other day. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote There are witnessing narrations for it. See and nisai hadiths number 5058 to 5061 and a sahiha hadith number 501 where it has been graded sahih and this prohibition forbids men from grooming like a woman comments the hadith is explicit on the point that we should not comb our hair every day but every other day the idea is that we should neither show too much concern to the hair nor totally neglect it so as to make it look disheveled. Chapter on what has been related about using kuhl. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Use ithmid for kuhl, for it clears the vision and grows the hair, eyelashes. And he claimed that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had a kuhl holder with which he would apply kuhl every night, three in this eye and three in this eye. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnotes 1. Ithmid is the well-known mineral used as kuhl. 2. Regarding the narration being weak, while there are authentic narrations mentioning the statement, using it but not what comes after it in this narration, meaning, and he claimed, etc. Comments Ithmid, used as antimony, is a reddish-black mineral produced from Isfahan. It is used to cure harmful substances in the eye and as a remedy for ailments of the eye. It clears the vision and nourishes the eyelashes. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition Ishtimal al-Samma and al-Ihtiba. Abu Huraira narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited two types of dress. As-Samma and that a man sits with his legs drawn up in a garment while there is nothing covering his private area. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As-Samma means to wrap the entire body with a garment so as to prevent even one's hands from coming out even if there be a need for self-defense. It also means to cover one shoulder with a garment and leave the other bare. The term al-ihtiba applies to a posture whereby a person sits on his behind with his legs to the chest and a garment wrapped in such a way as to expose his private area. See Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi. Chapter on what has been related about artificially lengthening the hair. Ibn Umar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah has cursed the woman who artificially lengthens hair and the woman who seeks to have her hair artificially lengthened, and the woman who tattoos, and the woman who seeks to be tattooed. Nafi'ah, one of the narrators said, tattooing was on the gums. This hadith is graded sahih or 
authentic. Chapter on what has been related about the writing Mayathir. Al-Bara bin Azib narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited writing while sitting on Mayathir. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Mayathir, plural of Mithara, is a type of saddle cloth or cushion made either of silk or of the skin of predatory animals, both of which are prohibited in Islam. Chapter on what has been related about the bed of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Aisha said, the only bed that the Messenger of Allah had which he slept on was made of a tanned skin stuffed with palm fibers. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It shows that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to sleep on a bed that was extremely simple and free from any finery. Chapter on what has been related about shirts. Um Salama said, the most loved garment to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was the qamis, long shirt. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Um Salama said, the most loved garment to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was the qamis, long shirt. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Um Salama said, the most loved garment to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was the qamis, long shirt. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Asma bint Yazid bin As-Sakan al-Ansariya said, the sleeves of the shirt of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, were to the wrist. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments the normal dress of the Arabs in the days of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was a lower garment, an ishar, and an upper wrap known as a rida. A long shirt was not as common, but it being more comfortable and more apt to conceal the body, the Prophet, peace be upon him, liked it best of all. Abu Hurairah narrated, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, put on a qamis, he began with the right side. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The general practice of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was to begin doing things from the right side. Cases in point are his performing wudu and tayammum and the donning of garments, shoes, socks, and ishar, and so on. Chapter on What to say when wearing a new garment. Abu Sa'id said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would wear a new garment, he would mention what it was, whether an imama, a qamis, or a rida, then he would say, Allahumma laka alhamd, anta kasawtani, as'aluka khayrahu wa khayra ma suni'alah, wa'udhu bika min sharrihi wa sharra ma suni'alah. O Allah, for you is the praise, you have clothed me. I ask you for its good and the good for which it was made and I seek refuge in you from its evil and the evil for which it was made. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The supplication is intended to reaffirm the fact that whatever any one of us achieves or gets is from Allah. We must, therefore, pay our thanks and praises to Him. Chapter on What has been related about wearing a jubba 
Al-Khuf. Urwa bin Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba narrated from his father, the Prophet, peace be upon him, wore a Roman jubba with tight sleeves. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote. See hadith number 1734. Comments. The hadith makes it clear that it is allowed to wear the dresses made by the unbelievers provided they are not impure. Al-Sha'bi narrated from Al-Mughira bin Shu'bah, Dihya al-Kalbi gave a pair of khuf to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, so he wore them. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Khuf are made from tanned leather. Hence it was that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not consider it necessary to inquire whether the leather was from a slaughtered animal or a dead animal, since tanning has the effect of purifying the leather. Chapter on what has been related about bracing teeth with gold. Arfaja bin Asad said, My nose was severed on the day of Al-Kulayb during Jahiliyyah, so I got a nose of silver which caused an infection for me. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered me to get a nose made of gold. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The hadith confirms that in the case of necessity or inevitability, it is allowed to use gold for one's teeth or nose. Chapter on what has been related about the prohibition of predator skins. Abu al-Malih narrated from his father, The Prophet, peace be upon him, prohibited using predator skins as a spread. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Abu al-Malih narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, prohibited predator skins, and this chain is more correct. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments The ruling about predator skins has been discussed in Chapter 7, under the heading, The Skins of Dead Animals When They Are Tanned. Chapter on What Has Been Related About the Sandals of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Qatada said, I asked Anas bin Malik, how were the sandals of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him? He said, they had two straps. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Qatada narrated from Anas, the sandals of the Prophet, peace be upon him, had two straps. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked to walk in one sandal? Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not walk in one sandal, either wear both sandals or go barefoot. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Walking with wearing one shoe looks odd. It, moreover, disturbs the balance of the feet in walking. Therefore, the proper thing to do is either to wear the shoes on both feet or on neither. Chapter on what has been related about it being disliked for a man to don sandals while standing. Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited that a man should put on sandals while he is standing. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments 
If for some reason one of us finds it difficult to tell the left shoe from the right, then he should put them on while sitting down. The main consideration in this is the wearer's comfort. The hadith is also reported from other companions. May Allah be pleased with them. Sheikh Mubarakapuri has described the hadith as sound. Tuhfat al-Ahwadi, volume 3, page 67, as well as others. Anas narrated, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited that a man should put on sandals while he is standing. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about the permission for walking in one sandal. Aisha said, sometimes the Prophet, peace be upon him, would walk in one sandal. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Walking in one sandal is against norms of decency, since obviously it is not a happy sight to see a man walking in this manner. There is, however, no harm if one does it of necessity or because of any other pressing circumstance. It is also likely that the prohibition relates to general considerations of good behavior and etiquette. Abdurrahman bin al-Qasim narrated from his father about Aisha that she would walk in one sandal. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about which foot does one start with when wearing sandals. Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When one of you dons sandals, then let him begin with the right. And when he removes them, then let him begin with the left, so that the right will be the first to put on and the last of them removed. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related about patching a garment. Aisha said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to me, If you want to stick with me, then suffice yourself in the world with the provisions of the rider, and beware of gatherings of the rich, and do not consider a garment to be worn out until it has been patched. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote The statement, If you want to stick with me, means my level in paradise. See Chapter on the entrance of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Mecca. Umhani said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, arrived in Mecca, and he had four braids. This hadith is greater da'if or weak. Comments In the view of the particular conditions of the journey, it is allowed for a traveler to braid his hair. Chapter on what were the kimam caps of the companions. Abu Sa'id, who is Abdullah bin Busr, said, I heard Abu Kabsha al-Anmari saying, the kimam, caps of the companions of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, were butthan, stretched over the head. This hadith is great da'if or weak. Comments If kimam is the plural of kum, then it means sleeves. And the hadith shall mean that their sleeves were wide and spacious. If it be the plural of kam, it would mean the cap. And the idea would be that their caps were clinging to their heads. Butthan means stretched. Thus, the meaning would be that their caps clung to their heads and were not elevated. Chapter on regarding the length of the izhar. Hudayfa narrated, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, 
took hold of the calf of my shin, or his shin, and he said, This is the place of the Izhar. If you must lower it, then the Izhar has no right to be on the ankles. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Men must in any case keep their waist wrap or trousers etc. above their ankles. These should be below the upper half of the shin but above the ankles. Chapter 1 Wearing Turbans Over Caps Abu Ja'far bin Muhammad bin Rukana narrated from his father that Rukana wrestled the Prophet peace be upon him and the Prophet peace be upon him won the match. Rukana said, I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, Indeed what distinguishes between us and between the idolaters is the turban over the cap. This hadith is greater ta'if or weak. Comments As stated by Imam ibn al-Qayyim, the Prophet's peace be upon him's imama had generally the cap tucked into it, although at times he wore the imama without the cap or the cap without the imama. Zad al-Ma'ad, volume 1, page 130. Chapter on what has been related about the iron ring. Abdullah bin Buraydah narrated from his father who said, A man wearing an iron ring came to the Prophet, peace be upon him. So he said to him, What is this I see on your jewelry of the people of the fire? Then he came wearing a ring of brass. So he said, What is this smell of idols I sense on you? Then he came wearing a ring of gold. So he said to him, What is this jewelry of the people of paradise I see on you? So he said, What should I use then? He said, From silver, but not its entire weight. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Footnote. Regarding the statement, he said, From silver, but not its entire weight, means not pure silver. See, Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi. Comments. Iron was the metal of which the idolaters of Mecca made their rings, and iron is what their chains and girdles shall be made of in hell. Their idols were from copper and brass. That is why it is not proper to wear rings made from these metals. Chapter on Two Fingers Upon Which It Is Disliked to Wear Rings Ibn Abi Musa narrated, I heard Ali saying, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prohibited Al-Qissi, the red Mithara, and wearing rings on this and this, and he pointed to the index and middle fingers. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments As pointed out by Imam Nawawi, the Prophet's sunnah is to wear the ring on the little finger. Tuhfat al-Ahwaldi, volume 3, page 71. Chapter on what has been related about the garment the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, liked most to wear. Anis said, The garment the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, liked most to wear was the Hibara. This hadith is graded Sahih or authentic. Comments Hibara means striped cotton cloth having threads of different colors. Its main characteristic is that dirt in it does not quickly show itself nor does it look gaudy.